0: Hey, 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 welcome to the Wealth and Business Podcast. On this episode, I'm so super, super excited and so fired up um, as I as I have Jay Munoz, uh, a best selling author, a writer, property uh, metaphors, and also a business partner and founder of the AFL Asset for Life, uh, a property education company. And also, they're doing amazing things. Uh, uh, Jay Monas is a philanthropist, a mentor, uh, qualified civil engineer. Uh, he's done amazing things. We share a very, very similar story because he's also someone who migrated from a different country uh, into the United Kingdom and now also been able to motivate, inspire so many others and changing so much life. So I thought it would be a great, great, you know, synergy to have this amazing guest on this podcast. Stafford, I do want to welcome my main man himself, Mr. Jay Munoz? How are you doing, my man? Thanks ever so much, Daniel, for
1: having me. And had the opportunity to share hopefully my inspired journey with you listeners and with your audience. And thanks ever so much for giving me this amazing platform to connect with other people and hopefully help help them with their journeys. Do, do what we have been through. It hasn't been easy, has it, Daniel?
0: Has it hasn't been rosy, rosy? <laughs> never, never rosy, never rosy. The journey, the journey of a thousand mile beginning with a one simple step, and then blowing up into, you know, a massive, massive destination. It, it, I mean, just goes to show that ordinary people can actually transition, you know, to become extraordinary, inspiring, and changing the world. Right? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is the thing. It's just, it's just the decisions you got to make in your
1: life, right? Yeah. Sometimes they are very difficult and very tough. Like, for instance, the decision that I made almost seven years ago now, when I decided to quit a highly paid job uh, that took me, you know, decades uh, to achieve at that, at that level, to go and do my own thing, to be my own boss, and now uh, able to help other people become financially free. Uh, and it was just a decision. All right. I made a decision at the right time. Um, just just to do it. And you know what? You know, if you're consistent, if you're consistent, you, anyone could do this sort of stuff. Obviously, you need the tools, you need the guidance, you need the mentorship and all that sort of stuff, but anyone can do
0: this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, wow, wow. We've never even started yet. I can already see the values dropping, Jay. So Jay, I mean, for those who don't really know you, you know, what is your background? Where were you originally from? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So my background,
1: so I'll take you back um, oh, 20 odd years ago now.
0: Uh, <laughs> That's what we I, do here. <laughs> yeah,
1: I came, I came arriving in this tropical island, I call it. We're just a back full of dreams, Daniel. Uh, that was me. I wanted my first dream was to be able to communicate with you. This mm-hmm. is my second language. I'm um, come from Colombia. Uh, A beautiful, amazing country. Um, I was basically determined to learn English so I could continue with my career development. And at the time, my goal was to do an MSc, um, you know, study English so I could do my MSc, continue, and then emigrate back home. But once I settled here, once, you know, uh, I um, enjoy this island because it is a beautiful island and I was able to travel. And I was able to do so many things, so many opportunities. I thought, you know what? I want to settle here. I want to find a job here. And this is it. So I finished my MSE. Luckily, um, I managed to get a job. Believe it or not, it was tough. It was really tough for that year because I had to uh, pay for my studies. So, um, uh, so I was working like full-time and doing a full-time job. And the, the, the jobs that I was doing are paper delivery rounds. I was, you know... I was uh, working in McDonald's, I was doing pizza delivery, that sort of really, really low paid jobs. Mm-hmm. So I remember vividly when I was doing my exams at you know, university, putting my, my, feet, my feet in cold water just to stay awake uh, for a year, you know, it was tough. Uh, and then at the end, I was a lot of pressure because I managed to uh, get pay installments, right? And I was in the massive debt, uh, when I finished university and I thought to myself, how the hell am I gonna pay for this if I do to get a job? So it was under a lot of pressure to get a job. Luckily, uh, I found five companies. And one of the happiest days of my life was when I found <laughs> that job, honestly, yeah. when I was like, oh my God, I can pay for my studies now because I was able to start working without the actual diploma certificate. Mm. Um, so they gave me time, so I'll pay for it. And then I continue. Um, you know, uh, working for this uh, uh, civil engineering company at the time. But that was, that was my mindset. You know, I did know better. Um, you know, I was quite, obviously, highly technical in mm-hmm. civil engineering, but I did know better. My mindset was rat race. Yeah. My mindset was fulfilling someone else's dreams, as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and then it all started after I wrote a book, you know, that, that, a book that probably you might have read that one as well, Daniel. Yeah. It's, it's called Reach That, Poor Dad. Absolutely. Everyone ready? <laughs> yeah. You know, this is it. That was the catalyst for me. And, it, and it's actually yeah. a moment. And you, you, you probably might be familiar with this word or not. It's called Saturday moment. Mm-hmm. A Saturday moment in your life is when your past, your present and your future gets all aligned. Mm-hmm. And when I was reading that book, I was like, what the hell am I doing with my life? I need to do something else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was when you only started my, started my property journey in 2000. What was it? 2006, I think it was. Uh, I decided just to go, you know, do something about it. I spoke to my my other half, and and then we said, look, we need to do something within within property. We took action, started doing some courses and stuff. We learned everything about um, It Started, you know, that was where was, my journey started in property. But I also wanted to get chartered. You know, it was in it was one of my ambitions to be a chartered civil engineer. But you know what, what it's like, Daniel? You know. You get you know you get charted, and then you get your, your employee employer to say, "Oh, you got to do charts now." Here is a little carrot, right? Another pay rise and stuff, um, and then you start you know you start doubting yourself because I wanted to be an entrepreneur ever since yeah. I wrote that book. Yeah, it took me several years, several years, Daniel. But I must say, you know, um, and no, never, never, ever going back. Once I decided that enough was enough you know i thought no way i'm just gonna do it It has to be done and that's you know six seven years ago um uh you know my life has has utterly transformed after that it's incredible i i guess you have the same you've been through similar journey yourself haven't you
0: absolutely i mean it's uh it's uh it's it's quite interesting you know like i said we share a lot of similarities. So for me, I came into this country, you know, no no papers. You know, in Africa, we call resident permit papers, okay? So if you haven't got your resident papers, if you haven't got nothing, nothing is going to work, you know? And, and I went through that journey myself, got married, had kids, got my resident permit, transitioned gradually, you know, English again wasn't my first language. Nigeria, in Nigeria, we have many local dialects. In, in fact, in Nigeria, where I'm from, we have we speak over uh, we speak about 360 tongues. As big as a nation, we have approximately about 300 million people. So, you know, and you know, a, a typical Nigerian, you'd be speaking about four, five, six, seven different languages. For example, I speak about four or five. You know, coming into England, you know where I pronounce certain things. Even tomorrow, I had to pay a coach to get me to this sort of level to help me with my tonality. You know, and you know, and I sent you know coaching, you know, coaching personnel who helped me, you know, to get to this level of my English. You know, it's quite hard. Even tomorrow, when I speak to even some of my English builder, it's like, Danny, what does it, what does that mean? I was like, don't worry, figure out the rest later. So we are all on this journey, right? We're literally all on this journey where we came to make you know to 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 make our life better. You know, it, it wasn't very easy. I've been on this journey now. Well, I think uh, I came here two thousand and four, so. It's about 18 plus years now. I've been here. So I went through a massive, massive journey to, to 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 get to where I am. You know, the very first 10 years was a hard struggle. The very first 10 years in this country, I actually, for me, basically like got fed up. And that was when I went back to Nigeria after being so much fed up. I was, you know, I thought the, the country was beating me up and down. And I just felt, you know, I need to quit. And I left 2012, went back to Nigeria and I set up a, a you know, a business and that was you know, a good business in Africa, oil and gas. And that business crumbled in 2015. And I said, okay, I think England have beat me up the first time, the first 10 years, I'm going to go back and beat England this time. And I'm so grateful that I came 2015, December the 15th, I came back into the UK. And ever since that date, I beat England. I keep beating England and I keep winning. And what do I mean? When I mean beat England, because a lot of people don't go and beat their challenges a lot of people get defeated by their challenges you see it's not about quitting it's you see if you quit you're going to lose if you quit you're not going to be successful you've got to go in and beat and fight your challenges so my challenges i had to come back to beat was you know was to learn the challenge i have to come back to beat was to do whatever it takes all right to, to not focus on the linear job, because I focus on all these different types of linear jobs myself. When I came in, you know, I don't know if you've been to nightclubs, right? And you see the guy in the the perf- the guy in the nightclubs that spray perfumes. Once upon a time, that was me. You know, that was me cleaning people sick, you know, in, in, in the bathroom, in the toilet. That was me washing people's wee, you know. You name it, you name all the deafness you see in the toilet, I was that guy you know and for me when I came back and when I came back you know in 2015 there was no job for me because I've never really had a proper job because I went through that struggle in my life and that led me to being an Uber driver delivery driver on feed I started you know At the early stage of my journey as well, I used to see your business partners, your ads popping up on Facebook everywhere. You know, I'm like, and look at where we are now, both about to talk about success. So it just for me, I think what people need to learn from what you and I are going to dip into today is that success don't come overnight. You've been on this journey for 20 years, right? You came in, you had to learn English language was your major priority. I came in, had to do the same. So 20 years on, you can now say, yes, I am successful. So for those people who continue to listen to people or us thinking, oh, you're going to become successful tomorrow. Yes, you can become successful tomorrow, but you cannot be successful until success beat you up and down. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so a long story short, now you you became, you know, a qualified, you know, civil engineer. And and then your journey began in property. So talk us through how did that transition you into a property investor?
1: Absolutely. So, well, after the book, I'm an action taker. I'm an action taker. You know, I'm um, a movie reader as well. I read a lot. And and that book obviously it was the catalyst once again for me to just think differently, switch my mindset, right, and start thinking on what do I need to do right to become that entrepreneur in the future sort of thing. So I started where education was paramount. You know, ignorance is very expensive, right? So I started reading more. So I read pretty much every book on the on the on property uh, investment and development, okay? Yeah. Um, and I started doing courses, okay? Understanding a little bit more about what, what is involved, what are the risks, what are the rewards, et cetera, et cetera. But it took me a long time to make that jump because I used to listen to the monkey over my shoulder. Everyone has got that, your <laughs> subconscious mind, it. whatever you want to call it, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to the damn thing, right? And I, I used to doubt myself all the time. Like I was obviously highly paid being senior, what I was doing. So it says, Jay, you ain't going to make it. Little <laughs> foreigner, who's going <laughs> to believe in you? You know, it's yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy BS, right? Until it was the catalyst. It's one of the things that, you know, everything happens for a reason. So I was quite senior in this company. Um, I was doing also proper, like property investment as a hobby. So the catalyst were two catalysts, right? The first one was a uh it's called Hostie Manifesto, right? Hostie Manifesto is a really nice, well-written um uh, a piece of a beautiful sort of live. Um, sort of summary for many, and in and in that whole steam manifesto says if you don't if you don't like your job, quit it. And you know what? I thought to myself, I'm going to give myself a year. I'm going to quit my job, okay. And the other catalyst for that, or was the fact that I was really enjoying the job that I was doing, but what I didn't enjoy was the people that I was surrounding myself. What I was surrounding mm. myself, right, with my colleagues what toxic environment, and I just thought, you know, this is enough. So, and also, when I saw my back balance, you know, I had I had acquired several properties doing in this low way. I, I teach now, you know, in a much faster way, how you can, you know, how you make a make lump sum of money, generate, you know, multiple sets of income in property. I teach that in a book, comes and stuff. But at the time, when I saw my bank account, and when I saw the money that I had made just treating you know, my property journey as a hobby, I thought to myself, what the hell, no more, you know? So I then just said, within a year, I'm going to quit. So I put that post Steam manifesto in my Facebook profile. Yeah. And, you know, I said to myself, yeah, that's it. I'm going to do it. What kind of ways make my sort of network at the time accountable for? And guess what? A year later, I was still employed because it popped up. Because, you know, <laughs> on Facebook, it popped up.
0: Yeah, it and does. I saw it,
1: and I saw it, and I'm like, "No way, that's it. Fuck okay, it, just gonna go for it." Sorry, I'm sorry now. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> so then, and then I thought, "No way, no more." And then that was it. So that was a catalyst. A year later, I quit, and I started doing my own thing. You know, I thought, I thought to myself, "I'm gonna take it easy. I'm gonna do my own thing." Uh, you know, and and I decided just to do small developments, more projects. So I was converting small flats into multi-let HMOs still. I was doing as more refurbs and stuff like that. Then, right, I was in my little corner and then I had this this business, um you know this solar business calling me all the time for offering me solar panels. I did the maths to start with. They came and did an assessment and all that. It didn't work for me.
0: Yeah.
1: And then about a year later, they said, Guess what, Jay? I've got a much better offer for you now. The tariff yeah. has gone down. If you get in now, you'll get a really, really good discount. And guess what? The managing director of the company is going to come to you, okay? And I say, great. So, you know, I was doing my own thing in my little corner, and then someone knocked at the door, and then I saw the whitest teeth and the whitest Bentley. Not <laughs> <laughs> so much. Oh. And then I was liam ryan yeah like liam Ryan my now business partner so like we got to chat you know he asked me about what i was doing and i said i'm a you know charter civil engineer just now property uh, focusing on property full time um and he was like great i love to do a lot a to a lot to be in property you know what what, what what is in it and i was like we sat down and i said liam look right i'm i'm on the uh, you know I I, I I draw a little line for him you say like, i'm i'm in Point A, I want to be in point B, okay? But but what we need, matey, is mentors, okay? Mentors that are ahead of us. Mentors that share share the same values and principles, um, but they ain't cheap, okay? They run you know, an academy and all this sort of stuff, but this is exactly what we need. We need to learn from the best. Leon is also an action taker, quite driven. And he basically um, took it all on board and we invested 25 grand you know, which I didn't have at the time because I just quit my job. But I put it all in credit cards. Okay, I've got one from Barclays and one from American Express. You know, we have that. Um, and then, you know, and then we embark on a on a on a property full time journeys. At, you know, as a, as a, as entrepreneurs. Then what happened was first year, you know, we did eleven HMOs between us. We bought land. Um, that had planning permission to to build uh, seven flats and two houses. So so we did that. So we did a lot in the first year, purely by listening to what our mentors told us to do and going beyond, okay? And that was it. And then Liam actually came with the idea. I came with the idea with Ascess for Life as a name, by the way. (laughs) I always argue that, but it was me. (laughs) And Liam said, look, if our mentors could do this sort of stuff, So we can, and I was like, why not? And then we started, you know, a little, you know, um, in a little, uh, hotel room teaching, asking, you know, uh, asking people to come to our seminars so sort of, we could teach what we we were doing and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it was great. So I really enjoyed, you know what, I always dreamed to be a teacher for me. You know, the closest to God are doctors, nurses, you know, bless them, NHS, right? They keep us alive. Yeah, and then is teachers right? that give you the power, that give you the tools to transform your life for the better. And I wanted to be a lecturer. I wanted to do something in civil engineering. It never happened. But now I'm able to just, obviously, you know, honestly con- uh, transform people's lives for the better. And for me, it just fulfills me, you know, just the fact that I'm helping someone else, giving them all this power, all this knowledge, to do and do the same. Because, yeah. you know, as you as you point to it, rightly earlier, anyone, anyone with any background, without a visa, <laughs> you know, pizza delivery drivers, yeah. you know, toilet cleaners, it was me. You know, you were a toilet cleaner. too. both of us were toilet cleaners, right? <laughs> Could do this sort of stuff. All you need is trust, the right mindset,
0: the right tools, right environment, and that's it. Hundred percent. I can't. I can't express, I can't even stress that enough. You know, and 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 this is why. You know, when we actually launched the the wealth and business podcast, I said I'm going to go across interview anyone that has basically built up from ground zero you know, or become, you know, you know, success. I, I, I had an opportunity of interviewing an American billionaire. Uh, his name is, um, uh, his name is John Mallot. And he said to me, and he so he, he was an ex-convict, right? He was in jail. He said he was got sent to prison for, and he said in the floor of the jail, whilst, you know, things weren't so bad and he made up his mind that he was going to come out. He was going to be free and he was going to do whatever it takes to transition himself. And, in that year, he made a, a decision that lasted for seven years and 10 years later, he became a multi-billionaire in America. Now, it doesn't matter your story. It doesn't matter what you did. It's all about what does the future say about you? And when we share this information on the Wealth and Business Podcast, it's to, it's to share to more people that anyone can make that shift, that paradigm movement, that can take you from the from the ordinary to the extraordinary and it's very clear a few things you know just to kind of hang on with what you said you met this guy who came to sell you a product opened up the door and the person ended up being your business partner now how many people would meet a total stranger today and turn them into a business partner in fact I know your relationship and Liam, uh, you know, because I, you know, we all follow each other on social media. It's beyond business partnership. It's more like a brother. It's like you guys are like brothers now, like inseparable, you know, and that is what this is all about. A lot of people want to, you know, get into property, but yet they want to do it all by themselves. That's number one. Number two, a lot of people would have, if you didn't have the mindset, a lot of people would say, what is a stranger coming to do in my house? No, I don't want to have a meeting with a strange person in my own house not to talk of opening the door for them to have a sit-down and not to even talk about jumping into business with them, right? So again, the mindset, very important. And also you said we took a lot of actions that gave us the first 12 deals, you know, 11 HMOs and one land development. A lot of people wouldn't have what it takes to make that mindset of movement to say, instead of going for one, let's go for 11 and look at where you are today so really and truly you had the right energy you had the right level of support you had the right level of you know actions required to build what you've built you know and 2022 you know across the whole of the industry you know, we understand, we know how the industry works. The impact that's been created, but these are just ordinary people. And for us, it's all about making the ordinary people understand the power in the movement, the paradigm movement, the shift in the mindset to to collaborate, to win. Don't be in it by yourself as a lonely journey. So Jay, man, well done to just kind of wrap that 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 unity, that synergy, you know, and that collaboration that has now given birth to asset for life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's about that. I think the thing is, I need to, I need to be all. Um, we need to highlight both of us is before you pick your business partners. Obviously, the, the that relationship that the Liam and I have now, like as you as you mentioned it, uh, pointed out very rightly, was like brothers. You know, all of that needs to be cemented by values okay if if liam and i didn't share the same values and principles we wouldn't be together right now so i strongly advise for people obviously i think the message is loud and clear that in order for you uh uh you know to achieve results quicker as well as action you need guidance and you need mentorship okay but when you choose your mentors when you choose, you know the people that are ahead of you i strongly advise to you listeners, that do not they're not only looking at the cars, the fancy cars that they drive, and you know the life that they live, <laughs> yeah. but their core values. Okay, their core values are as people. Because if their core values as people, as 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 persons, and no language your core values, you're going to clash. You know, so there needs to be that element
0: as a basis, as a foundation on any partnership. Don't you agree? Totally agree and 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 the easiest way to even agree with that even further is like you know I said this at the time, so you have two set of people the ones who can jump into bed with anyone all right so you, there's anyone on the street that can jump into bed with anyone and you have another one that can jump into bed everyone but don't take them to bed <laughs> Does that make sense this is a bit deeper, so what does that mean? Everyone can become your personal you know your business partner, but not everyone can build a business with you. You can you can you can get a business partner anytime all day long so it just goes to show the importance of understanding that core values you know what what are you bringing to the table and you know what is the vision is it short term is it long term so it's it's important that you really you know for those you know of you listening right now that the the biggest thing you will ever do for yourself today is when you partner with someone partner in you know not for short time but for a long time. If, if you're thinking long-term and you've, you're trying to go into business with someone that's taking short-term, then probably that person is not for you. Or maybe as time goes, the person can actually rewire their brain to, to key into the long-term vision. You never can tell because human beings change. But if, it's, if they're changing, let them change for the simple vision That has been bettered by two individuals for the long term, which can make a huge uh, uh, impact. So yeah, you know, it's just great to know, Jay. You know, uh, you know how that's gone. So now let's very quickly um, move on into, you know, you know wealth, you know business, you know, and property in itself. So often, a lot of people want to get started in property because they see the shiny cars, they they see the success, but they don't see the story. I think property industry this is the biggest problem we have in the property industry people see the success but don't see the story and you have a lot of newbies jumping into property every single day but not knowing the story and then quitting and blaming coaching speakers you know you know of uh, oh i'm not successful because it's the mentor i'm not successful because that training i'm a coach myself you are a coach yourself now How can you know what 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 could be the easiest way to kind of, you know, really, really, you know, share that story to making people understand, listen, the story comes to success. The success doesn't come without the story. And also to get that success, there is a lot of level of energy required. How what was your take on that?
1: Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the, as you mentioned it, the story, right? The, all the struggles, because the struggles are what makes you as a person. You know, yeah. the fact that we went through all of these obstacles. I think I think I have that philosophy. where I could try to follow Stoic philosophy, where I where the obstacle is the way. I see it as a as a, a Marcus Aurelius had a beautiful saying. Um, uh, he used to say, "Impediment to action advances action. What stands mm. in the way becomes the way." Okay. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you are you know um uh, uh, you know, trying to get into property, you have to see the obstacles as in like the deals are really the deals that do stack up are really hard to get but not impossible in needs consistency right mm-hmm. it, it, they don't happen it doesn't happen overnight you need to analyze you know my, re- my conversion rate is about one in three hundred for uh, the building that you see at the back you know with one of our students that we built it takes a lot of time a lot of energy but the way I see it is, every time I do a idea analysis, I get quicker, I get faster. You know, I learn from it. Okay, and and, and the other thing that you pointed out correctly earlier is easier to blame the coach. It's easier to blame the teacher, but you, they, they need the people. What they need to think to themselves is why you know why is it not working for me? What can I do differently? I always said to my students, look, assets for life is you sat nav you sat enough what is you sat enough if you if, if 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 you look at this metaphor you sat enough know where you where you are right now okay and you sat enough knows where you want to be and it gives you a short, the shortcut the shortest possible way to get there and that's exactly what a coach would do give you instructions right they give you the, the like, let's say the shortest way to get there but you pull the petrol yeah. you pull the energy yeah. you know you put all the time and effort mm-hmm. you know and people what frustrates me the most as a coach, I don't know if it's the same to you, but it's when they start really enthusiastic and after they have the first now, they give up. And that's so sad. It just yeah. like, you know, drives me insane. I'm just thinking, how come after the first hurdle, you just give up, you know, all you, those dreams that you had? Um, it, you know, it, I, just, I just don't get that sort of thing. I don't know how you handle that, but it, it, it you know, it, <laughs> It hurts me,
0: yeah. um, You know, <laughs> absolutely. You know, there's something you said there, right? It's hard to find a deal that stack up, right? But when they stack up, they do. Now, I'm a big time London investor. So over the last 24 months alone, I you know, I, I bought seven HMO properties. Some are still comp- some are still under construction. Some are completed. And an example of a project, a property that I bought for 450,000 pounds got revalued by almost a uh, million pounds and 950,000 pounds. And someone asked me, how How did you get those numbers? How did you make them work? And I'm like, you have to add significant value. So this is no longer an era where you just refurb a new kitchen and you're thinking the value is going to come and just value the property and give you a higher price for the sake of their love. You know, it doesn't work like that, right? But you, obviously you get people who think about, you know, You know, buying a you know a one-bedroom house, for example, expecting that value to just be a little pent, you know, and brand new carpet and just a free makeover. Or for example, someone buying the wrong land in the right location. Does that make sense? You buying the wrong land in the right location, expecting the numbers to shoot up itself. No, it's the creativity that goes with the effort and the energy involved that makes the deal work. So right now, you know, you're not trying to break the rules or break the break the numbers. What you, you know, what I say to people in order for you to be really successful, it's all about understanding, you know, the level of due diligence that is required to make a deal work, and with a with a massive touch of creativity, that's what makes someone like you and I, for example, will continue to thrive and win big in the industry. All right. Because at the moment it's it's a it's a seller's market. Eh? Whether you're buying land, whether you're buying a farm, whatever you're buying right now is the is the seller's market. It's not an investor's market. But would that stop you from doing a deal? No way, no way. You
1: find a way as you pointed it um, correctly. Is be create, be creative, and uh, just just look when when everyone is going in one direction, think in a different direction, looking over a different perspective, and that's why it's so important. Sometimes, you know, because. Uh, yeah, if you put like you, if you start without any guidance or any mentorship, then you make a lot of mistakes. That's why sometimes you need someone to say, look, that, you know, because you, well, you get fixated by a color, right? You, you mm-hmm. always, you always, there's a little nice ex- exercise that, you know, I learned a, 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 a while ago when they ask you to, uh, you know, to, to, to say, look, close, uh, just, uh, just say, look, close, just, just say, look, look around yourself and uh, point out to me uh, how many blue items you see around. Okay, mm. then now close your eyes. And then then you ask them, right, how many items, uh, red color you saw? And they say none, and there were plenty there. The reason being <laughs> is because you're fixated in one direction, yeah. right, and your mind goes in one direction, it doesn't know any better, right? You don't see the wood uh, the, from the trees. And, and you pointed out correctly. I mean, I had a lot of deals that were, people were not bidding for it. They were like, the, the vendor is far too crazy. You you know it was far too much money, but then I went down to uh, back to the drawing board. I put it in my book. I uh, talk about my book later as well. Uh, it, it's called Layouts King, right? Layouts King uh, in the sense of like this this uh, office block have planning permission for eight two bedroom flats, all right? I look at the layout, and the vendor wanted nine hundred thousand for it. Okay, every Developer, and then the sum was like far too much. You do the GDV, the GDV was only two million quid with that layout. I look at the yeah. layout and I saw wasted space, right? A lot of communal space wasted. And I knew for a fact, you know, I was obviously share that in the book as well. You got to do the analysis of the pound per square meter. The pound per square meter on that area, on the two bedroom flats, was much lower than one bedroom flats, right? And so what I did very simply, instead of doing eight, we built 16 one-bedroom flats. Yeah. We increased the GDV, right? 2.7 million. I put an offer subject to, all right? A permitted development right to convert into 16. And guess what? We got it. But as you, you know, is that is because obviously, I, I luckily had some, you know, a uh, uh, background in, in constructions and stuff. I um, knew how to just jiggle the layout and 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 you know and reconfigure the whole thing and then increase the GDV. And equally like a lot of our students have come on to us with sort of sort of layouts and I take them apart. I say, look, you know, you're missing here. You're missing there. You could make this room actually a livable space and they do the maths and they you increase 30, 60, 40 grand just for the fact that, you know, I have the relevant experience for them and that's that's where people actually don't get sometimes, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's about you know, it's about knowledge, it's about you know, experience. That this is what our, us
0: coaches bring to the table. Don't, don't don't you agree? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely agree. I couldn't agree any less. I mean, for me personally, to to get to to get to everything I've ever done in my life, you know, it's been you know, the power of mentorship, and the power of coaching, the power of consistently investing in myself. You know, to even take my brand from ground zero to where it is now, I had to get someone, one of the best in the whole country, to teach me how to do that, you know. And and in property, whatever I've done is always been someone helping me through, you know, and, and also even for those who become coaches, like you said yourself, we invested in ourselves at the beginning of this to get to where we are. So it just goes to show that get someone else's experience to help you get to where you want to go. To. And besides and above, right, Jay, I say this, the worst thing you can ever do as a property investor is to go to the wrong person for the right advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people do that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, people just go to the wrong person for the right advice. And I also say to people, whatever we're creating is always common sense. But the biggest problem is that common sense isn't common. And because it's in common, you have 100 people going one direction. If you change direction out of the 100 people and make this way, and you you keep having multiple success, you know, here and there. So it just goes to show, you know, the lot of creativity that is required with the knowledge, because you can be very knowledgeable and you lack creativity. And if you lack creativity with your knowledge, somehow can be there can be a little bit of a void there but if you have knowledge and you have creativity and right now especially with what the market is saying you need both you need a lot of creativity you need a lot of knowledge and beside the other thing you need as well is lots and lots and lots of experience couldn't agree more great 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 100%. absolutely so jay so let's talk about let's talk about the shift the shift of the ordinary to becoming the extraordinary so so through your journey through through, you know, what you've built now, as you know, I remember, I you know, I, I remember about 2017, if I'm right, yourself and your business partner at that time, I mean, 2017, if I'm correct, 2017, 2000, yeah, 2017, yourself and your business partner, your business net worth was over 5 million. At that time, because I remember I attended one of your free events and, and and your business partner said that, you know, combined what we've done in our entire organization is over five million in sales. Now, as that journey of the ordinary, a guy who knocked on your door as a salesman or a sales company of a, you know, of a, of a, of a, of a, of a solar panel company and a guy who basically was a civil engineer and now being where you are now. So talk me through, how did that journey of the ordinary, that's not fully blown extraordinary, inspiring millions, thousands of others? Why do I say millions? You're, You're an author. You wrote a book that's reached millions of people. I'm an author as well. I've written books that's now reaching thousands of people. You know, you're always on different podcasts like this and you've got, you know, events all over the country. As well, so yes, we we, we are both motiva- motivating a lot of a lot of individual. So for that journey of the ordinary to transition into the extraordinary, what would you say has been your most biggest challenge? that has given birth as of 2017 i don't know what your business is now in 2022 but obviously that probably that'll be 5x or maybe 10x by now i don't know what that is <laughs> so let's go for it then <laughs>
1: yeah absolutely well so yeah 2017 yeah we did quite well um and now roughly circa 30 million pound um uh worth uh, of property investments and developments okay so it's been wow. really really lucrative wow in terms of sizes yeah we have done commercial conversions um mostly with our students because we saw a gap in the market our mentors would enjoy a venture with us i used to bring the mason deals to my mentor and he was like no 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 thank you yes but no thank you so i said to liam no mate we're, we're training all these people let's just go and a venture with them so we've done quite quite a bit with our students which is the best because we came on. With our strategy where we, everyone wins, it's a win-win. This is our focus. One of our core values is being in a win-win scenario a long time, as you pointed out correctly. So the journey from, you know, to being extraordinary, I think, you know, so, you know I say there's a kind of a recipe. It's not, it's not a one only one ingredient, right? Yeah. right? Here. The most important one is being humble, right? Being mm. humble in the sense that a lot of people that think that they know it all they actually, they are totally wrong. You're in a constant metamorphosis. That's why I call my book, Property Metamorphosis. You're on a constant journey to learn, right? There's so many things that I don't know about property still, even though I have done quite a bit. So being humble and being—and also not being only humble, but being hungry, okay? You gotta be, I say, the, one of the big key ingredients of this recipe is that passion is not enough. You gotta be obsessed with this stuff, right? You gotta be mega obsessed because passion really ran out, right? If you're obsessed right, with success, then you work at a different level. Okay. Well, Liam and I, I remember vividly, right? At the beginning of our journey, he used to send me an email at half three and I used to reply at four o'clock in the morning, right? We slept in the office and people just don't even realize that. Right when I decided that I was going to write a book that was meaningful, that was powerful, that I was going to give a lot of tools, you know, help with the mindset switch, and also give tools to people, create that Saturday moment. I was waking up at four o'clock in the morning. Right, I didn't want to sacrifice most family time, so I used to wake up at four regularly for several months. Right, to write that book, I didn't need to, right, to wake up at four, but I did. Right, and now really proud. All right. And the other thing that you you, need, you, you you need to have as a sort of a recipe um, is fun, right? If you're not having fun, what is the point? And yep. at the beginning of our journey with Liam, really, we didn't, right? I gotta be honest with you, right? We're just focusing work, 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 okay? Um, and that was it. We breathe, you know, everything was property everything to do with business. You know, he didn't sleep. He was, you know, he was doing keynotes around the country. Uh, all these events that we were doing, I was obviously managing several teams. You know, we had about 15 businesses running 50 businesses at the time and it was work, 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 work and no fun. And then yeah. we, when we decided to to step back and wrote a bit of visions as well, um, we, we, look, we decided that it was enough us enough. And every, like, we were going to have the, the um, you know, the summer off for our families. That we were gonna go on a, you know, when obviously before the pandemic, we are gonna go on trips, you know, bis- mixing sometimes business and pleasure, but sometimes just pleasure. Because we only have, you know, limited time on this earth. And yeah. if you just focus in just purely business, you neglect your family then, you know, that is not the point, is it? You need to look Absolutely. constantly onto your big why. Why are you doing it for? What, mm. what really, you know? So, yeah, so in essence, that has been really, and also, as you pointed out correctly, is mentorship. Is mentorship is everything for me, right? You always know someone that is ahead of you in any particular subject. And what you want to do is buy the time Right, that they have, right, uh, spend themselves learning that 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 uh, you know that 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 skill. So you want to have all those shortcuts. You want to buy those shortcuts. Then obviously you skyrocket. You know now you know the twenty-eight million pounds. That was one only one side of the business. Now we are have about six, seven, almost seven joint venture partners. Right, that we have joint venture with. And we are teaching pretty much any strategy under the sun in property development um, and investment, and now into public speaking as well, you know, rent, you know, lots of, lots of different venues. The way that we have grow is basically through partnerships, all right? to people Absolutely. that have done it themselves, spend a lot of time and energy doing it themselves. And we thought, okay, we've got a good reputation, good name, But right? Access for life is, you know, is obviously very open. You know, we are in social media and you know what it's like social media. It could be, but we're both ways. We always been there, open and honest. And they like us, there is synergy between us. You share the same values and principles. And now we're just working under one umbrella and then serving. The last thing I say of that recipe is like, you have to forget about the pound sign totally, right? The aim is not the money, right? The aim is the service, right? The, how many people can you serve? How many problems can you solve, and then the money comes up by product, um, and on, on to that service, right? It's got to be charity, all right. Charity is, I think, one of our core values as well. No, I, I don't think it's one of our core values in Access for Life. We spend, you know, every single year is in our vision, right? We do an event that is physically challenged, right? Um, during, during that event, we raise money, and every single penny that is donated to uh, to us we double it and We have built now two houses in you know to families that are in desperate need They were used to living in cardboards back in colombia my my hometown. Now they have decent shelter you know um, and honestly that 's one of the for me that those two projects that we have finished now yeah. are the best, you know, developments that we have done in Assets for Life, and we also help coaches at homeless shelter. Because once you, once you can, once you got enough, you should give. The more you have, the more, the more you have, the more you should give. That's my life
0: hundred percent. I couldn't agree any less, you know, man, Jay, you've been an amazing, amazing, amazing guest. I can't wait to fiscally, you know, get to meet you in person, you know, have a drink, have a, a coffee or something together. You know, you know, um, uh, I, play go- I play golf these days. You play golf. <laughs> believe it or not, building a house, a sustainable home, we're into
1: sustainability, a passive house. As we speak, I was there earlier. It's right in front of the golf course, and i don 't play golf, but I need to learn. You need to teach me, my friend
0: <laughs> great, yeah, I mean obviously, this is one of the things that properties are being uh, achieved you know, being able to just have that time to go and you know golfing and stuff like that you know it 's been an uh, absolutely amazing to have you on this on, on this on this podcast you know Jay you know i, I couldn 't agree anything less, especially when you spoke about charity, you know so for us as well i 'm looking to give back. You know, uh, you know, from next year, we're, we're, we're setting up a, a charity, you know, to help, again, with shelter because I'm in property, you're in property. It just makes sense to give away, you know, shelter. You know, ev- even in England as well, we're also looking to working with, you know, homeless people, you know, trying to get them. A decent, you know, you know, a, a a place to live. You know, actually, one of our strategy as well is that, you know, through the the property wealth brand, you know, and you know, and, and and the community, what we're looking to do is at some point in, in a, you know, you um, know, in in the new year next year, is to actually be able to go to each borough where we own one property to say to the council, you know, how can we really help you instead of you actually paying us we want to you know we want to help you with a with an asset that can accommodate a few people for this length of time just to really give you know really give back to 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 people because like you said why are you looking to be successful why are you looking to be wealthy if not giving something back and also it just makes sense the more you make the more you should give and when we, when we give, even though we can't make the world a better place, but at least, you know, when we do see our maker one day, we will be able to say, this is what we've done. You know, we we tried, once we discovered the truth, we also told people about it. You know, once we uh, became successful, we also gave, you know, gave back about it. So just in closing, Jay, you know, having said that, I, I want to really just kind of talk about wealth what does wealth really really and truly what does wealth wealth mean to you and what do you think should be other people who are struggling to understand this concept what do you think you know should be your interpretation interpretation to them
1: yeah absolutely well so okay so for me it's related to success what success mean to you pretty much and then success for me is as simple as this right it's purely right creating a life that you cannot wait to wake up to mm. that's it it's creating a life that you cannot wait to wake up to all right now I'm living that life right the fact right that I'm able to do pretty much whatever I do whenever I want and instead of taking the train back to London every single day at six o'clock I take my kids to school every single day without a fail right for me is' the wealthiest person ever to be able to just create a business that regardless whether it's a Monday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday, whatever, I just can't wait to wake up to this reality is is the best definition of wealth or success for me.
0: Wow. Jay, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to have you on the Wealth and Business podcast. And, you know, we do run a lot of other events. You know, we'll be open to probably having a chat at some point to see how we can obviously, you know, make the world a really better place for all aspiring property entrepreneurs and property uh, uh, investors and upcoming newbies, uh, you know, uh, you know across the whole of the UK, even across the globe. You know, the market is big for every single one to swim You know, it's not only for the big fish. It's not only for the small fish. It's about having the energy, you know, to go out there and go get yours. So in closing, Jay, what would you say to, one, the aspiring person who wants to, you know, share in your story to say, okay, I get it. He was also an immigrant, you know, and he's transformed his life. For the big guy who's like, okay, I've made it. You know, how do I want to now, I'm doing 30 million. How do I get to hundred million? And finally, for the one that wakes up every single day to the life, you know, that, you know, you know, he can't wait to wake up to, what would be your greatest one simple statement you want to leave with those people?
1: Yeah. So I'll say to them, look, whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you have sing, go and do it. Okay. But you gotta enjoy the journey. Right, you have to have smart goals to start with, or a clear vivid vision of where you want to be right once you have the clear vivid vision, that is my goal. Just make it happen, but the price right the price is not the goal it's the journey right together right all these struggles you need to you need to be grateful for the struggles right you need to be happy for those struggles because if you don't have any struggles it would be boring I would be you know you know it would be easier, right. So you have to do that, whatever, you, whatever it takes. And sometimes, look, it's hard. I know, you know, we, we, you know, we have to go through a lot of, um, uh, you know, a lot of hardship and stuff. But the key for this is having that commitment. I call, I call myself the only thing that like, people ask me, like, Jay, you're so clever. I'm not clever. Definitely okay. not clever. All I am is a stubborn dreamer. Okay. Yeah. You need to be very stable with your dreams. And until you accomplish them, then you cannot really rest. That's, that, that's how I see it.
0: Great, great way to answer that question. Great way to answer the question. Whilst you were actually saying that, and something just basically come into my mind, and I just thought I should ask you this question. Is property still very lucrative? And why should people get in if it's still very lucrative?
1: Okay, very good question. Property... Uh, honestly, if people haven't been, it's like a it's like simple question. When is the best time to plant a tree, right? 20 years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. like, ask your grandma and your grandpa how much did they pay for their houses, right? And that says, oh, you know, the property goes in cycles, 18-year cycles. Is in my book. Uh, have a read of that, Property Metamorphosis. Um, it's a fact, right? In the UK, the, the demand is 300,000 units a year. Right. We have failed to do to build these amount of houses year after year. In fact, it's coming to about three decades now. The best one was 2018, where we built 230,000, 70,000 short in one year. We all need a roof over our heads, don't we? In some countries, you can't survive, right? Water, you can't survive without water without 72. In some countries, not even 24 hours, right? We do need a roof over our heads we need a, we need to solve that problem right in the u k right there's like a little bubble if you concentrate on a on a specific market okay then you 're in safe in safe hands. obviously, you need to analyze every single road as a microeconomy, okay you need to do that you know and that 's why that 's when the mentors coaches will come in and help you hold your hand all right if you if you do you know, you analyze it, if you analyze the market well, if you, if, you, if you analyze your customer well, what they want and need, okay, and how do they change or transform or of what you give them, right, then it saves as houses, as as they say, you know, it's, it's always going to be lucrative, always, there's a need for a roof over your head. When is that going to go away?
0: Absolutely. Never, never ever going to go away. Wow, wow, wow. It's been an absolute pleasure Jay to have you on the wealth and business podcast I can't wait to get you back on episode number two and obviously do an Instagram live as well because one of the things that we intend to do is to obviously not just interview people but again do a live interviews where other people can ask questions a Q&A type of interview and also you know just continue to impact and give value I know you're a busy man and I want to say a massive thank you for coming so just before we go uh, Jay uh, how can people reach you after listening to this podcast absolutely thank you for that opportunity
1: so right so i'm pretty much here and everywhere sort of i just learned from <laughs> your
0: omnipresent
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you, we find we have we have a youtube channel that we share share a lot of our journey uh currently sharing my journey to build a passive house on a budget which so yeah. far touch wood, i'm getting there even though all these challenges um uh you know i, I have to face a lot of challenges but I'm getting there uh, I'm also in Instagram. J AFL is my Instagram. I'm also in Facebook. Just check J Munoz. We've got a community in Facebook called Assets for Life. Uh, I recently wrote a best-selling book, same as you, Daniel. Yep, yep, yep. Property metamorphosis um, from rat race to um, property developer, educational business owner, where I share pretty much everything that we discuss today and more. Um, and 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 basically, that book is to help people really to switch their mindset and give them a lot of tools to start their property journey. So I think that is probably the best CV that I
0: have. Absolutely. A- absolutely. Great, 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 Jay, you know, for obviously directing the audience to to, to go and grab some information. I mean, you know, you, you, you said it like, you know, Property Mental Prophecy your book, you know, you know, gives the mindset and how to build it. When I wrote my book called The Rent to Rent Made Easy as well, you know, I didn't go into the book until I actually had to help people recondition their mindset. You see, a lot of people get excited with rent to rent because you know, you're not spending £20,000 to get into it, but you're spending a lot of, like, little, little or no money, £7,000 is little or no money depending on how you look at it, whether you put in a credit card or an overdraft, but without a mindset to understanding how that works, a lot of people are not going to do it. So, I just love your work, and I, obviously, and this is one of the reasons why we're here on this podcast, to kind of synergize to help elaborate and you know you know expand the knowledge from different angles different perspective you know uh, and uh, the biggest way of success in this industry is continuous learning you know you learn what other experts are saying you know if five or 20 experts agree together then there is there is no uh, there is no challenge but when you have multiple, multiple experts disagreeing. That means there's a chaos, you know, and that's why sometimes the world is not really a better place at the minute because world leaders are fighting against one another. So, but in an industry that there has is, there is been so much collaborations and unity in terms of people sharing one simple vision and simple messages cut across helping so many other people, which means it works. This is one of the reasons why I chose property to today to be my vehicle. So, Jay, I want to say massive thank you uh, for joining in. Uh, just, uh, just before we go, if there's one word you'd like to just give away uh, before you go, any word at all? Absolutely. I actually led this axiom
1: last year that I want to share it with you. Okay? You are not made during a crisis. You are revealed. If you squeeze a lemon, you get lemon juice. If mm-hmm. you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. If you squeeze a human
0: being, you get what is inside. Positive or negative? Oh, negative. Wow. Massive, massive word. Thank you so much, Jay, for that word. That is massive. If you squeeze an orange, you get an orange juice. If you squeeze a lemon, you get a lemon juice. Great. Fantastic. And if you squeeze a human being... You either get positive or you get negative choose one which which you are again circle this is this is talk this is this goes to lead you into circle what who is in your circle as well so jay i want to thank you for coming to the business and wealth podcast and just before we go uh for those of you are listeners don't forget we have a massive 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 event coming up november 2022 uh, which is going to be our property wealth and awards where we are going to be presenting across the industry every single expert on this journey of success in property in business in helping transforming the life of others where we'll be you know you know giving awards to other 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 experts in the industry and also our wealth and business summit where we have guests across the globe you know uh you know speaking on stages and just helping people transform their mind and transition from the ordinary to becoming an extraordinary and becoming successful and using wealth as you know you know creating wealth and using property as their vehicle so thank you so much for listening and don't forget to share this uh, um, podcast with your friends your family your aunties your uncle let people know about it again don't forget to give us a five-star review as well so thank you for listening as daniel moses and i'll see you again